This program is an experiment, an exploration. It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, recording machine, and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works. we're all celebrity invasion sequence. Three, two, one. Hit me with those laser beams. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, everyone. It's episode number six zero sixty. Sixty! We did it! Oh my god! It's a little radio show we do every Thursday night on Electric Forest Radio, and you can tune in to episodes whenever you'd like on the podcast version, which is exactly the same. Like, no difference. Yes. It's kind of astonishing. It's amazing. You can get away with it like that, but here uh, we are. It's everywhere you listen to podcasts or Warehouse 11 dot com uh let's get things started we've got some interesting things to talk about tonight and hopefully some good music as well this first one's from madly hot fire and purple velvet curtains this song is called messy on warehouse 11 
DJ E. Klipes and the song is called French Toast, which I thought sounded a lot like a song called Breakfast that we've played on the show before. I want to flip your pancake girl. If you remember the lyrics to that one, that's the song we're talking about. I mean, it's like the same. It's the same thing. Cadence It's the same almost voiceover. I don't know what's going on. So I clicked on DJ Eclipse and I looked at his songs and he, ha- he also has a song called Pancake, but it's not the same song. So we have a... There's some doppelgangers out yeah. there just yeah. copying each other. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. Which, as they say, no idea is really new. It's very true. It's pretty true. It's like very... It's a sad realization that we all come to, but... Yeah. yeah. These are the facts of life. Indeed. Uh, my name's Kent, by the way. I'm also here. My name's Clayton. <laughs> I am also <laughs> Kent. A more different Kent. <laughs> A more different kind of Kent. Uh, and this is Warehouse 11. Um, we were just talking about off, uh, off air. We were talking about Day Trip Park and Rave that's coming up mm-hmm. on December the 6th. With it is an all-star crew coming yeah. to play. So Day Trip is this new festival that Insomniac has announced for next June 2021 in L.A., and now they're doing some park and raves to ramp up for that. So this lineup is Dombreski, Noizu, Vanessa, and Luke Andy, who I'm not familiar with, but everybody else is an all-star cast for this Excellent. event. Um, so a little pre-Christmas party there. However, it's early. So the it's, timing uh, is a bit weird. It's 4 p.m. to 8. Yeah, and normally the park and raves are at least like a 6 to 10 or 11 o'clock, I thought. I don't know. But, you know, it could be because it's on Sunday or also... The fact that it's a day trip, so they're really playing into that. Yeah, I'm looking at the Subtronics one. It's 7 to 11 p.m. So strange. Some Very of them, strange. they, but those are Friday and Saturday. So, yeah, I don't know. Combination of things. Anyway, that's in San Bernardino, Southern California, a place that apparently you have to quarantine for two weeks if you travel to now. Uh, I had heard that. I heard, uh, well, is it 
that just that area, or is it no, it's most just, of California? Yeah, so the state, of, the the governor of California has basically suggested that if you come to the great state of California, that you should quarantine for two weeks. So that makes it a little difficult if you're attempting to go to yikes a show, which made me really thankful that I went to uh, Yosemite and other places in LA or in California several weeks ago because I had a feeling something bad like this was going to happen and luckily I got ahead of it so what do we say to that Kent that's why it's important we do things when you can because then you've done them it's the dumbest saying according (laughs) to people that I tell it to but it is the most real thing ever like and Uh i that came to mind when i was studying abroad once because all of a sudden we only had a couple weeks left that we were there and we had this long list of things that we had wanted to do and i feel like we do this in our everyday life all the time if like Mm -hmm. when you live in a city you're like oh well i can do that stuff anytime blah blah blah. and then all of a sudden you're like oh crap i never did all those things that i said i would do yeah and then you just sit at home and cry that you didn't accomplish anything. <laughs> I should have done the things so I could say that I did them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, yeah, unless you're a California native, I guess you aren't going to be flying out to, to any park and raves anytime soon. Uh, Digital Mirage is doing a Friendsgiving uh, event next weekend, I believe. This just um, uh, dropped earlier today. It's got Tiesto, Nightmare, Back to Back Zoo, The Glitch Mob, Chami, who just put out that new album that we played some mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. tracks from last week, Dr. Fresh, Louis the Child, Benny Benassi, Just Junior, uh, let's see, Shallow, Wave Racer, OK. Anyways, November 27th, 28th, that's a online stream that is happening to raise money for the National Independent Venue Association and performing musicians. So, music lives into. on, folks, in some form. Isn't that still out there? Isn't that the week after Thanksgiving? It is. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. My my dates are all What's mixed up. What's the date? Well, it's the 27th and the 28th. So, yeah. no, it's the weekend of. The weekend of Thanksgiving. For a second I was thinking Thanksgiving is right now. But it's not. False. So, Next week. Indeed. Okay, let's hop back to some music. This is a song that if you're a 90s kid or are aware that the 90s existed, you probably heard. It's Technotronic and Night Funk. It's the Night Funk radio edit of a song called Pump Up the Jam on Warehouse 11. Oh. 
business.net you can submit all of your suggestions to that email address now that's the actual name of the artist along with lintra so it's called buttercup on warehouse 11 sounds very tiktok yeah ready if it isn't already it's got a good catchy hook to it for sure yep it meets the formula so breakaway festival is something that typically has been held in a number of cities across the country but i've always associated it with cincinnati and columbus and Mm -hmm. kind of that area um and in recent years they've expanded to nashville and north carolina and some other locations but Everything was canceled, of course, for 2020, and for 2021, so far, the only thing that they've announced is that they're doing a destination festival in Cancun, go. along with everyone else. This one's a little <laughs> later, though, because wasn't Spring Awakening and uh, Electric Zoo, the ones we talked about a couple episodes back, I think those are in like March or April or yeah, something. Yeah, they're Which, earlier in the year, for I sure. I don't know. That's aggressive. I mean everything's falling apart again in the world so i don't really know if any of those things are going to happen but this is in june june 3rd through the 6th 2021 headliners are uh lewis the child rez and black bear plus loud luxury and then our listeners will be interested in dombreski phantom side piece walker and royce Frank Walker's in there, Casbo, Kid Quill. All the hits that you'd expect to hear from your boys. Yeah, so it's a pretty good lineup. And 
Again, they're they're doing a resort takeover, but also the headlining sets each night are at a club in Cancun proper. So it's not like the resort lock-in that we're used to, mm-hmm. a la Holy Ship or Sandara or some of those events. It's a little more of a hybrid form yeah yeah but it's all all inclusive and uh, what i think is funny is when they when they uh describe things as vegas vegas style attractions and i don't really know what that like is does that involve Cirque du Soleil theatrics yeah i don't know like strip clubs Handing you strip club tickets on the uh-huh. on the yep. walk to and the asking club. if you that would buy. be a nice touch, honestly. <laughs> that would make it very authentic. We recreated Vegas in <laughs> here's, Cancun. Here's some stripper cards for your so troubles. We're we're gonna offer coke and weed, but we're literally just gonna hand it to you as opposed to like <laughs> whispering it in your ear as you walk by on a crosswalk or something. So, yeah. Oh man. Anyway, so we don't know what that means. Yeah, but um. The trend continues of everybody moving everything to Mexico, which, again, it'll be interesting to see how how Mexico's regulations evolve over the next few months now. I mean, I think they're pretty lenient on things, but I don't know. Yeah, my understanding was that Mexico didn't have laws. Any laws whatsoever. Or anything like that. So. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Anyway, that's another one to add to the list of possible uh, festivals to cure your blues in 2021. Uh, I just got back from a week in Orlando, and... He did all this fun stuff. I did. He went to Disney. He went to Star Wars Land. I did. I did. Oh, my God. I was... So, originally, I had bought plane tickets to go because... They were the airlines are basically paying you to go on trips now. So, mm-hmm. so I bought a bunch of tickets and, and I canceled all the other ones up to this point. And then this was the last trip I had booked. And I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna take it and see what I'll happens. Do one of them. So I didn't plan anything. I literally decided the day of I was gonna go ahead and take the flight. So I went and I thought about going to the Everglades and some of the national parks, but a hurricane came through and sort of put the kibosh on that yeah. one yeah so i wasn't doing that which was fine i found other things to do in orlando which included yeah going to universal studios and probably the most interesting thing that i've done in a long time was see the rocket launch of falcon 9 all right spacex cr- yeah so so spacex launched the first commercially funded an operated crew launch in American history on last Sunday night. And it was really wishy-washy as to whether it was going to happen. So I was nervous about that fact. It had been postponed at yeah, least. it got scrubbed uh, once at least. Well, several weeks ago it got scrubbed yeah. because oh, of a like a malfunction ago. in some of the equipment. And then it was supposed to happen on Saturday. But because of high winds, they scrubbed it Friday night already. And the weather chances on Sunday were apparently supposed to be even worse than on Saturday. So I didn't really have high hopes. And for a second, I thought, well, maybe I'm going to have to stay a few more days because the next date was going to be Wednesday. So I thought, uh, do I just hang out for a few more days or what? Um, But they were holding steady on the plans for it. So I drove out to the coast, out to Cape Canaveral. And went to a park called Jetty Jetty Park, which was about 14 miles from the launch site. Um, which, in comparison, Kennedy Space Center is seven and a half miles from the actual launch pad. So, beyond spending money to actually see it at the launch pad, which the tickets were sold out anyway, so it wasn't really an option. Uh, the next best <laughs> thing was to go to Jetty Park, and I went three and a half, four hours beforehand just to make sure I got a good spot. And weather conditions improved at like 70, 80% as the time went on. And sure enough, right at 7.27 Eastern time, the sky just lit up like the sun was coming up out of nowhere. Oh, wow. It was it was incredible. The crazy did thing... Get, uh, did you get a sound blast or anything like that? So, or? yes, but it was... So the... I would say the it wasn't until the rocket was like halfway up 
Oh, yeah. That we actually heard the sound, and then you could... F- I swear that I could feel the heat from it. I Somehow there That's was a gust... Insane. There was a gust of hot air, and I don't know if it was related or just because, <laughs> like, the wind was coming in off the water or something, but I, I swear at that moment that I could feel the heat off of that and i actually i sent a friend of mine a photo the next day of it and i had to i had to clarify that it wasn't actually the sun that was in the photo oh because yeah because you know i was just like here's a photo from last night's shuttle launch and he was like is that the is that the shuttle in or is that the sun i was like no that's that is the actual shuttle going up so i will say that i was incredibly nervous once once it like I, I don't know once you could see it you just are hoping and praying that it's of not course, gonna yeah. <laughs> something gonna bad's not gonna happen wrong yeah. yeah and I mean I, th- I you always feel that when you watch it on TV but when you're there in person you're like oh dear I really don't want to see something bad happen mm-hmm. so don't anyway luckily the clouds had moved uh, m- mostly out of the way as well so we were able to see it completely just disappear and you could see this the phase two where it like breaks apart and mm-hmm. then probably two minutes later you could see it land in the really, really far distance i mean you couldn't see it like completely land on a ship but you could but see still, when the thrusters see, like, like kick back and on like, oh, and it try and it starts to lower itself down so yeah i mean especially for the fact that i didn't really do any planning other than find some blogs that had recommended viewing spots Mm -hmm. and just drove out there and sat there and waited and paid pretty much no money to do so. Like it was a fantastic uh, once in a lifetime experience. So I was glad. That is amazing. Glad I did it. And they successfully docked uh, with the space station. So um, all is well. But I guess what I hadn't realized is the launch they did back in March was actually the test run for this launch. So they sent, yeah. So they they sent up the two, what were their names? Bob and something else. You know, Bob. Anyway, they were, I mean, seasoned astronauts. So they -hmm. were essentially the guinea pigs, the human guinea pigs, to make sure that the that the you know equipment would actually work and they could actually dock the space station and all that kind of stuff. And then this is this was the first actual uh, launch. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't I didn't know any of that. That's yeah, really yeah. So now it's essentially going to be a regular every 6 month thing. They're going to send up new crew and bring back other crew that's been <laughs> up there. So that's you know, incredible. and the next step is uh, just being able to buy a ticket and go up into space. For commercial space flight, y'all. Yeah. It's on the way. It's probably like a, I don't know, half million or million dollars, cool, something like that. So cool ticket you know, price. It's fine. Okay, let's hop back to music. Here's uh, Blue Chick Claire. This one's called Hypnotize on Warehouse 11. Hi. 
That's Stunned, and the song is called Hands Up on Warehouse 11. Blue Claire before that, with a song called Hypnotized. And uh, we were just talking off air about uh, Star Wars Land and how well done it was. I mean, it's just, they, they, it seems like from what I've seen uh, that they just took the movies and placed them yeah. in the real world. Like, it's just yeah. it's very true to the, the universe. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder what the heck was at Hollywood Studios before that whole area because it takes up a good chunk of the park mm-hmm. um, and is definitely the main attraction. Like that, I think I think right now Hollywood Studios is the most in-demand park to visit because of Star Wars, but it's it's a it's a competitive lottery process to get to ride this ride. So insane. So it's nerve-wracking because you have to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning and at least it's better now than it was. At first you had to go to the park. You had to physically be in the park and your app had to show that your GPS location was inside the park, even though the park wasn't open yet. You had to be like in the front gates. Wow. Yeah, and that was your opportunity to then join the virtual queue to ride this ride. Now you can be anywhere, so you don't actually have to get yourself up mm-hmm. super early, go to the park, get your spot, and then you know go back to your hotel or whatever and come back. So anyway, at 7 o'clock, I woke up opened the app. I knew the spots are super limited, but somehow by the grace of all that is um, I don't know, on the good, the light that's, side, not the dark all, side. All the light side of the force. Yeah. Uh, I got boarding group seven, and then I was telling Clayton it was just a whirlwind from that point on, because I was rushing to the park and trying to figure out timing and all that kind of stuff. But I made it, and I got through the ride, and... It's definitely a ride that you would want to do more than once, that's for sure, because there's so many aspects and uh, segments to it and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. Did you end up buying any merch, anything from the gift shop? Um, I didn't, only because I had no space in a of suitcase to do anything. And also, everything was very expensive. Uh, yeah, it's the Disney, the Disney yeah. tax. There were so many, so many, and and right now you can get so much Star Wars stuff all over the place, like Walmart. It is insane. I was just at Target last night, and like the amount of Christmas themed Baby Yoda items in their seasonal section is insane. Yeah. Yeah, so I was seeing some things that were so similar that I knew were half the price at a different retailer. So I thought, you know what? Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm just yeah. gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna pass on that. But they had some super unique items, mostly the clothing. The and I'm not talking about Star Wars T-shirts. I'm talking about like Star Wars era clothing uh-huh. costumes. You know that like the represent- one you sent me. It looked like uh, Ray's. Yeah, like cloth. Yeah. wrappings like it didn't yeah. it almost didn't look like a shirt that you would wear it just looked like wrappings oh no yeah it yeah wild and they had a they had a yoda like jedi outfit mm-hmm. as well they also had a full-on i mean possibly replica of what was used in the actual movie from a stormtrooper that was like sixteen thousand dollars or something i don't know oh my yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Ins- uh, it was an insane amount of money. I think that was right. Yeah, it was absurd. Yeah, I want to see someone walk in and just say like, "Attendant, I want that." Yeah, let's I make want, it work. I What's that, that process look and like? And people just, yeah, I. Yeah. I'd like to wear it out. Thank you. Yeah, I. W- that's the thing. You. I mean, that's. I guess that's just a piece that you sit and look at. I don't. I mean, I don't think you're gonna wear Ugh, that out to the grocery God. store, but it'd be wild if you did. But yeah, I mean, so much of it were opportunities to buy more stuff and some of it was really well done a lot of people were doing the um the droid factory mm-hmm. the build your own droid thing i saw so many people with the boxes that it was in there's just a white box and it said like some like manufacturing name on it but i didn't know what it oh, was yeah. i was like what what is everybody walking around with and then i unknowingly stumbled into the droid building factory because they asked if I had a reservation. I was like, "Mm, no. So they're like, oh, do you just want to look? I was like, yeah, sure. Just here to watch. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I don't know how that works if you get to sort of pre-build it 
in advance on the app or something, or you just yeah, walk I in? Don't, and so the only uh, analog I have to that is I've seen the videos of people making their lightsabers, which okay, I know is yeah. like, that's t- a little over $200 to make that. Yeah, And yeah. that's a whole, like, you have to reserve your time and you'll go in with a group and then, like, a lightsaber master will walk yeah. you through it and, like, give you, like, story beats behind it and all this stuff. So it's yeah. a... They make a big theatrical thing of it yeah. um, as you build your lightsaber. So I got to imagine that's, like, similar in yeah. how you the droids. And I did... Yeah, that the... The shop that they were selling the sabers in was super cool as well. And it reminded me of uh, the bud tenders at the dispensaries <laughs> that, like, come out and they ask I you all these questions. I that's what they were going for. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. They're like, what are you looking for? And blah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I got um, some photos of the – I mean, they have so many different options and attachments and everything else and – um, but yeah, people were dropping some major cash on. Oh, absolutely! Those I think that items. if you're going there, you have to imagine like, okay, I've spent one third of my money to get in, and the, yeah. the other two thirds is all on merch. Like, yeah, easily. Ugh. I can't imagine. I mean, some people had you know multiple kids. And they were all mm-hmm. getting that stuff. I was like, oh, dear. I mm-hmm. I was scoffing at just the price of it, of admission, let alone buying, like, all, all this other stuff. stuff. I mean, it was very similar to the the wands at Harry Potter. Absolutely. At the at Universal, Universal Park. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I've been with people that got those wands. And I, I always wonder. I'm like, what? wonder where those wands are right now. Like, what what do you do? Do my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, also something fun to do with a lightsaber. You could just put it in all sorts of spots. Absolutely. See how far it can make oh its way. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, on that note, let's hop back to uh, music. This is Foxhole, and the song's called Rewrite on Warehouse 11. <laughs> Rewrite it. Yeah. 
and Sam Suppliers. It's called Tornado on Warehouse 11. A very, uh, a song we've been trying to re-find for a while because I'm pretty sure we heard it at the Chris Lake Fisher show in Colorado and ever since then it's been like, dude, where yeah. is that track ID? Everything really comes back to that show in oh, life. So, so In life, in general, <laughs> yeah. Um... It's like our one time in band camp comparison. This one time in Colorado? Yeah. Yeah, that's very <laughs> fair. The Well, it's amazing because it's the show that I spent more on mm. merch than I did on airfare to yeah. get there. It's yeah. amazing. And travel and everything else. Yeah, yeah, man. Back in the day when we used to just run off to shows so nonchalantly. And hey, man. We took I don't it for know if you heard. But there's a vaccine, and it's on the way, and it's going to solve all of our problems, and we'll forget this ever happened. I mean, that's the hope. There's a couple that are about to launch. I guess they just said the 
The one they said was 90% accurate is now 95% accurate, mm-hmm. so that's good news. Or effective is a better word than accurate. But um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see the rollout of that and how yeah. festivals are going to react and how fast that can happen and if there's any way that we'll see festivals in the summer of 2021. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Live Nation, I think I sent you that article that Live Nation is basically kind of tossing around a number of ideas to verify oh, your vaccine status or or if if the vaccine, I guess, maybe isn't available or you choose not to take it, then you have to prove a negative test within a certain amount of dates or whatever. So, you know, the, the concept of creating a festival bubble is one that we've been talking about for a while now and some mm-hmm. have successfully done. But I don't know. It's a little um, Brave New World-ish. A little bit, yeah. You but, must pass. Yeah, you know, like show me your papers also mm-hmm. or... I don't know, but but it's also not something totally new to life. Like we have to prove that we're vaccinated to be able to go to school. Yeah. As a I think it's as a five year old, you have to show that. As a college student, you have to show that you're vaccinated mm-hmm. for uh, additional things as well. I can't think of meningitis as one, and there's some others. So it's it's not a it's not an unheard of thing. I think it's just not something we're used to when it comes yeah. to leisure activities. Um, Dude, all right, so get this. This happened just uh, just two days ago. Dave Chappelle, comedian Dave Chappelle, announced three surprise shows oh. in Houston at the um, House of Blues. Mm. And so, and the shows were on there tonight, tomorrow, and wow. uh, Saturday. Yeesh. So in So in that time, you had to buy tickets before they sold out. They would send you a rapid COVID test, which you then had to get a negative response on gosh and then you go to the show which is social distance and you have to wear masks the whole time and because it's Dave Chappelle he locks up your phone and your mm. smart devices so you can't record it so like and because it's during COVID 275 bucks a pop wow for four tickets so oh okay it was so really it, yeah the breakdown isn't terrible on price but man like, so so does that Include the processing of the COVID test. Mm-hmm. It's all wrapped up into that ticket price. Which okay. So, so what they said is, so what people were saying on the Facebook page was like, well, you could advertise it as a free COVID t- a COVID test, and you get a Dave Chappelle show. Yeah, with it. like because why not? I was looking locally to see what. It, so if you're not showing symptoms, and you just want to get a test for the hell of it, it's pricey. It's a hundred and sixty dollars yeah. or whatever just for that one test. You can do a rapid test, and I think it's a little cheaper but still i mean it's a pricey endeavor so that's that's not bad at all considering yeah you're getting the test in the the problem is i feel like the rapid test is really unreliable i don't know like it just it hasn't really proven itself to be as accurate as the full nasal swab or putting it down your nose yeah yeah so interesting i will i uh I, I don't know. I, I saw an article today that Vegas was saying they've seen their most hospitalization uh, oh, numbers man. for the whole pandemic. So for the past, like, they've never seen their numbers as high as they are right now. So it'll it'll be real interesting to see how the it, just even the next couple of weeks pan out yeah. because some of the venues are trying to do New Year's Eve in Vegas and stuff like that and I just mm. I don't know even I kind of um, just I don't know scoff a little bit at the like the concept of going to a New Year's Eve party there's no yeah no uh, not right now in Vegas right now. I don't know I don't know it's super super sketch okay that brings us to the end of this week's episode of warehouse 11 we do have time for one more song it's a uh remix a leighton giordani is it giordani giordani so. that's Ghirardelli. a yeah giordani <laughs> giordani is a clothing brand in southeast asia that i was very partial to when i lived definitely there. related so then, yeah for name. sure so uh of green velvet swallow land so that's gonna do it for us i'm kent 
I'm Clayton. And we'll catch you next time on Warehouse 11. Bye-bye. Until the-